and welcome to Bend the Knee, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt. And I am Sir Jimmy of House Nuts. Welcome to our Song of Ice and Fire book club. Today we got some news, uh, possibly about the snow show, but Matt, you just threw me for a loop. You have been the Bud Knight for know, almost you know, over half a decade. I feel like it's time for a change. I feel like oh. it's time for something. I don't know, man. I'm turning 35. <gasps> You know, I we're, the podcast is, is growing. We're getting bigger. I feel like, you know, at some point they start adding titles. You know, Daenerys at first was just Daenerys of House Targaryen. And then she was Khaleesi. And then she was, you know, like Queen of Marine. And, you know, and the, and the Daenerys Stormborn. They add titles, you know. I feel like it's time to level up here and add some, add some titles. At one point I added Fist of the Dragon to the name. And I thought that was kind of cool. You, you know, were so Lord of we White gotta, Castle for a while, right? Yeah. Well, and White Claw. Yeah. I liked White Claw. Maybe I think it's time to just go by that. I think I, I, I could get Sir Matt that. Lord of the White Claw. Yeah, I think we'll just we'll just roll with that. And I am Sir Jimmy of House Nuts, King of the Thoughts. Yeah, yeah you're gonna need it. You're gonna need an upgrade at some point too. Is King of the Thoughts is that tasteful? Because I, I think know. you've been. We're coming up on you being on this podcast exclusively for a year. Yes. Yeah, wow. It feels like I've been on it for way longer because I used to do all the guest episodes. Right. Like way back in the day, especially leading up to House of the Dragon season one. Um, man, it has been a year. Maybe we should do a retrospective, like a clip show. Oh, we could do that. We have a, I've been saving outtakes. <laughs> oh, no. Some of those we can't post because it's no. nothing but us swearing because we messed up the intro five times, like we just did, uh, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely did. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, we've got a we've got a, a full podcast coming out this week as well. But this was just something kind of fun. And I thought, hey, let's toss out an extra episode here, Jimmy, because you sent me this this morning. Uh, I guess it was kind of posted online. But essentially, all this is going to be is Liam Cunningham says that he sent Kit Harrington a message about returning to his role in the potential Game of Thrones sequel series. Snow saying I did send Kit a text saying better call davos which of course is also a play on better call saul do you think we'll see davos does this give us any more hype that this thing may actually be happening i mean what are we what are we thinking jimmy all right so here's the thing you know me and you have went back and forth about like is this season nine is it more of a character study i've always been on that side of the equation uh, but Davos being in the show definitely makes it feel more like a continuation of the story rather than just like Jon Snow off in the, you know, north doing his thing. That means that characters that were in the show are going to be interacting. You know, we kind of expected maybe Tormund. I don't think he's too busy uh, after he did his little stint in uh, Witcher season two. And it would make sense for him to be a part of the show. Uh, Davos, though, I I don't hate it. I don't hate the idea of Davos being there because Davos uh, was a great character. And that's someone that you could probably say didn't get too shafted by the show. Right. By the end. I don't think anyone was super disenfranchised with Davos mm -hmm. by the end of the show. Right. So I think that this would be a good, <laughs> a good thing. Uh, but what do you have Davos do? Assuming that you don't have the rest of the, the crew, like, does he continue to be kind of this side accessory character or do you feature him more? I, I don't know. You know, the, tr the sort of tricky thing about it is with Davos, he's part of Bran's council. So for Davos to show up. Right. 
is something either has to happen with Bran and the counselor of going under the kingdom. They want to summon John back or Davos goes up. I mean, you know, some way or another, it's going to like sort of make its way down to King's Landing or King's Landing is going to make its way up to the north where John is. So that would kind of be really like the only reason that Davos is up there, you know? I, I, I kind of think a cool angle for the show could be, I'm sure there's still a bunch of wildlings up there that ha that didn't cross over and maybe they're all upset with John because like this could be an angle you want to go if you just kind of do want to make it like a character study is John is now above the wall and like there's still a bunch of other wildlings up there and they can say, hey, like you left us out to dry. When you brought everyone down, like you forgot us. Like hard home was, did yeah. happen and it, you know, a lot of people died and turned, got turned into whites by, you know, by the white walkers and stuff. So that could be an angle you go with and maybe there's like a war that's going to take place or, you know, a big battle or something. Like if you want to stay away from trying to just go back and rewrite some of the stuff you didn't cover, like young Griff, and you do want to make it like its own thing. I mean, that is a way to do it would, would to have this like group of angry, you know, wildlings up there that, Hey, you left us. And then, okay, there's gonna be this big battle. And then, you know, in that way, if you want to go say something in that route, Word could get down to Bran, or he could figure it out through the Weirwood trees, or you know, whatever. Although he doesn't know if the Drogons where Drogons at, but who knows, right? Uh, whatever, I mean, whatever way, you, whatever way you want to go about too it. Too many holes in it. Yeah, I mean, whatever way you want to go about it, right? You you could you know you make an argument that hey, if this Wildling group beats us, they could go back, they could go right through the wall where there's an enormous hole that was blown through. So like that could be a way you could do it, and then maybe Davos could take some ships and men up there and help. So. Yeah. And, you know, there's always the question of like, what other mysteries lie further north and, and where does it all go? And, and are there any remnants of the White Walker culture up there? You know, we always talk about in the books that we feel like they're not just like mindless zombies, but have their own culture and are a species living on Plantos just like everyone else. Uh, so, you know, maybe they start leaning into that and we find out a whole nother sector of White Walkers or more children of the forest. I don't know. I don't know. I can see Davos showing up because, you know, your brother sent me that that would be enough to get him probably on screen. Right. I, I just really would wonder his position in the show. Is it cameo? Is it a full time thing? And if so, if it is a full time thing, would we see him be more of a feature character or maybe someone off to the side still uh, that appears every now and then? And obviously, this is a lot of speculation on our population, you know, but right. if Davos is down, he's a heck of an actor and uh, always gave a really great performance. And I think that there's definitely still more stories that you could tell with that character. Yeah. You know, there is, there is a, something interesting um, in the game of Thrones. There was a game of Thrones video game by telltale. They mm -hmm. are, they make those sort of like point uh, for people who aren't as familiar with it as like Jimmy and I, they make, these like choose your own adventure games uh they've in the series they've done have done really well they did the walking dead series that's like their biggest one they did a batman game they done a couple other things but they did a game of thrones game and basically the way it works is like as they release multiple games the choices you make in the first game will carry over and so there's a bunch of different story plots and one of the group of characters you go with is this they're like the ironwoods who are actually in the story and stuff like they're like just very briefly mentioned, but they got kind of like a full little story in this game. And what ends up happening is 
one of them has to go north beyond the wall to this area called the North Grove. And there's like some secret about the White Walkers there that's they go beyond the wall. And but, it, you know, that like that's where like the first game ended for that character arc, because there's like a bunch of different character stories, like one in King's Landing and one over in Essos and all these different things. But they do interact with like the actual voice actor, you know, they, the, the characters like Kit Harrington and everybody went in and voiced their characters in this game that you get to kind of interact with. So I don't know. Um, I mean, George Martin was involved somewhat in it. It could be just viewed as completely non-canon whatsoever, or maybe he's got some other ideas out there and then he might've passed some of those along to character. I mean, Carrington also, by the way, was involved not only with that video game, he was also involved very specifically with that portion of the game itself. Like the North Grove and this like secret White Walker, this White Walker secret thing was actually like the part that he was involved with when they were making it. So I wouldn't discount that as something that could in theory be take place in the Jon Snow series. I mean, I actually loved the story in the Telltale game. My only complaints were one, Telltale went out of business. They're back now, right. by the way. They are, um, yeah. But they never made part two, so none of it, you know, it felt very much like the books. I didn't know the ending. Uh, but exactly. on top of that... It's just the read... curse. It's like the curse of games. It is the curse. Like, a video game series can't even finish. <laughs> and it's like, uh, you know, those games are all about your choices. But if you replay the game, you realize that your choices in that game very much did not seem to matter as much. Um, right, because... It that game was yeah. not even available on the, on the PlayStation Store, so I had to buy a disc and pull out my PS... A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109 to play that mm -hmm. and, I, and i'm not gonna lie matt i had a good time with it i really oh, liked fun. they they interacted with the main story without bastardizing a whole bunch of canon and the story they told you could believe that it was happening in the background while the red wedding all this stuff is going on and to me that just speaks you know this is why we love this this stuff right like this is why we right. love westeros because mm -hmm. there could be all these crazy minor houses going to bat against each other and scheming and earning favor with higher Lords to get their way. And we can just imagine all that. And it, and it's, it's feasible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, now that I'm thinking about that more here, just a little bit, I mean, it is interesting that Kit Harrington's like, Hey, I've got this idea. We, of course, we don't know what the idea for snow is, but he did work specifically with this project that was like an unfinished thing that he was actually part of. So it's, it's not like it's not like it's like in Star Wars they do this a lot where people look at like video because Star Wars is so big, where they look at like old video games and you know books and everything like hey I want to tell like that story or take an aspect of that story because like what Disney's doing a lot right now is they're going back and taking all of which what used to be called the extended universe is now called Star Wars Legends, like all of that stuff like the Ahsoka show that's coming out in like a week or two is pulling heavily from this old series um, uh, with. Thr the grand admiral thrawn or whatever who was in these mm -hmm. book series and all this stuff and like they're they're pulling heavily from that but turning it into its own thing now with what they've now established with like the mandalorian and everything like 
I mean, this is kind of a similar similar thing. Now he could go in a completely other direction. He could go something, but safe to say he did work on this. Did he also do? Didn't he also? Was he in? Did he do voice acting for that other Game of Thrones game? That RPG? I need to look that up. Yes, a, I, I believe think he. I think he did. It's like the 2012 RPG that had a terrible combat system, but yeah. a phenomenal story about a red priest that ends up on the shore. Um, I need to. I actually, I actually just bought that on Steam, and I'm gonna. It's I'm gonna it's give, not I'm gonna fun to play, Matt. I'm not gonna lie to you. However, well, you know, yeah. the story is great. Yeah, it's still a shame there's not more like good Game of Thrones games. But well, yeah, that's the nice thing about House of the House of the Dragon is that now I hope. <laughs> For the love of God, can someone just give me an open world game? I mean, I know we have Crusader Kings 2 and 3, which are phenomenal right. and they're super fun to play. Uh, but I would also like to be able to like go walk around Dorne, please. That would be great. Yeah. So, okay. So the only people who reprise their role in that other game is... Lord um, Commander Mormont. Right. Jor Mormont and Varys, uh, Connell Hill. Yes, Varys is in it. That's right. Yeah. I need to go and watch, you know, people do the YouTube thing where they just show you the story and you don't have to worry about the gameplay. I need to right. finish it that way because I never finished the game. I got like right. really far and then I was like, this, this game is terrible. <laughs> right. 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 Well, I could I could check it out, you know, like because I just picked up the ROG ally. You have a Steam Deck. So it's like, we, you know, that's an easier way to get, like check it out on the couch, you know, where you're like not as heavily yeah. invested into something like Elden Ring where you get to sit by your PlayStation 4, 5 or whatever. Two inches from the screen. Trying to yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> on you. Yeah, so, so all right. Well, yeah, I mean, also I do love just the fact that it's called, you know, better called Davos. I mean, that needs to be its own spinoff. <laughs> oh my god, him just resolving <laughs> issues <laughs> like, on the small council dealing so, with naval affairs, I guess. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean that could that could be its own splinter. That doesn't just you know listen, that's the recreate the Jon Snow, you know, Game of Thrones universe, right? Listen, I will try anything. I'm not saying I like everything, but right. they can make a better call that I will try it and judge accordingly after I see it. So yeah. It's just the best thing about this is that it's building up hype and building up news that this snow series is going somewhere right that it is actually happening that it is going the 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 crazy thing about it though is just how under the wraps it is and they're not talking about it because it feels like warner brothers for the most part a lot recently like they share like every detail i mean over like dc like james gunn's dropping like every single pot like, i feel like i already know what the superman movie is that's going to come out in like a couple years i feel like you know like half of what it's going to be i mean it's like like hey we just hired this you know whatever and this snow thing it's either really far away or maybe it's just because it's more on the hbo side and they're like no you're not allowed to talk about it well yeah. right now i think the writer strike is definitely impacting sure all of this sure but Sure. <clears throat> there's two there's two two ways because actors are actors are striking too and that's the other part of it if it were just the writers then it'd be one thing but actors are out there striking too so i think that probably you know is also yeah causing it they just said the vfx artists are about to strike dude house of the dragon's gonna win every emmy next year because it's the only show that's gonna be out <laughs> sweet <laughs> we'll so take you, a clean you, told, you told me the other day do you think dune might get pushed back 
there's a chance. Uh, there's been some counter reports now saying that that won't happen, but there is a chance that Doom will get pushed back because of uh, they want the promotion to be there. I, I would imagine that one has a lot more uh, pressure on it because based on the success of this one, they would make the third one. Um, right. Same deal that we had with the first one, because, you know, we can't just have a plan trilogy. That would be silly. Um, he wants, you know, Dennis wants right. to tell the um, uh, just Dune Messiah story, which if he can actually adapt that into a legible story, I'll be very impressed and happy. Um, but we'll see. I, I think this thing goes one of two ways, though. When we're talking about how close to the chest they're being, there's well, there's a third one. The third one is probably the most obvious. It just isn't written yet and not far along right. enough. Uh, the other two things are is that one, it has been frozen or put on the back burner or maybe even they're not thinking about it anymore. It's possible. Yeah. The other thing is the reason why I'd be close to the chest is because they are in negotiations to bring back some big names. Yeah, Macy Williams, could... Sophie Turner, like we're like, we're talking about that season, not it's, continuation. It's, it, yeah. It could very much be season. Nine. Now, if they plan this thing out to be multiple seasons, then it could actually be the case. And I think again, like the easiest, I think the easiest kind of thing to kind of compare this to is maybe like the Mandalorian because you know it takes place just a couple years after Return of the Jedi. Obviously, there were Star Wars sequels that you know took place, mm -hmm. the the sequel movies. But I mean, this that's kind of close, and so it's like okay, like season one, here's our new characters, we're doing our own thing with them. Season two, they introduced, hey, like you know, you see Luke Skywalker, right? You see Ahsoka, like you see these characters that you know from other mediums, and they bring them back in. Like maybe they, you know, you could do that route too, where it's like. The season one is kind of like let's gear up and the season two we bring back some more people because yeah i mean with house of the dragon being as successful as it is i mean i a snow show could be ma absolutely massive not massive. to mention and then, like you could go back and back you could go back and back and forth because these things take so long too yeah and and let's just say we don't see another game of thrones whether it's duncan it whatever it is if we don't see it until um 2026 2027 even the further away you can get from season eight the better if you're gonna go with the right. sequel stuff i i if you're gonna take <laughs> right if you're, gonna, if you're gonna take that risk the further you are away from the bad taste that was in everyone's mouth the better and especially if house of the dragon goes you know three four seasons and has a killer ending and people are like bravo I, well we there it is the the, the the we know how house of the dragon is gonna end and the end's like awesome I mean, the end is amazing. I think it's awesome. Do I think people will still find something to hate about it? Definitely. But I'm hoping. I don't know. Man. That people feel I like. People are, I, think people, I think people are going to love the ending to it. It's going to be brutal. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah. But I think I think it's. I think it's. And then when they show Laris time traveling. To well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hall and burning yeah, yeah. down and killing. Dung, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. But I think if you go back and I think if you go back and forth, I think if you do. You know, this year is this, or this year is this, because of the, you know, the how long it takes to make these shows, where it's essentially like a two-year process. Then, yeah, I think the snow show could could be huge. So, anyway, that's just that's just some of the news. I want to pop on here and give you guys a little bonus bonus episode. So, uh, we will be continuing on, of course, with our Night of the Seven Kingdoms iceberg, because that is a ton of fun as well. So, anyway, guys, just yeah, I'd be down for better call Davos. If I'm in. I'm in. You know, so. All right. So with that, as always, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And remember that winter is coming. <laughs>